The comments heard on The View from a Pew are those of Mac McCoy and are not necessarily the opinions of his guests, his producer Garth, any one particular denomination or religion, the church lady, Mr. Lemke, Pastor Craig, or anyone else of sound mind and body. Now, here is today's The View from a Pew, heard all around the world on YouTube. Just search for The View from a Pew. Thank you, Emily. And as we've been talking all week long uh, with our special co-host today, Delmar Austin, we're talking about the search for assurance because it all comes down to the meaning of the cross. And it's so much more than just the gospel. Now, that may be the circle that you live in, and that's okay. You're learning, you're, you're walking closer with God in every day that comes, and he'll reveal more to you. But this is one of the things that a lot of people don't understand, and as they search for assurance in the cross, once saved, always saved, is what some people believe in. And I want Delmar to kind of explain that to us today. And I will explain this. I'll do it carefully, guys. I have some very good Christian friends who uh, believe in this concept, but I don't believe it's very biblical. Now, again, in, in why we're talking about these things is because people realize the reality of the gospel means that we're all sinners, and sin leads to death. We don't want that consequence. We want the eternal life Jesus promises. That's why we reach out with faith in Jesus. But even sometimes after a person becomes a believer, they tend to walk in some different directions because they're looking for some kind of assurance, some kind of visible assurance that I'm, I'm a good person and God really should save me. And, and one of the things that ideas that comes up, and I believe it comes up for many Christians, is the idea, once saved, always saved. If I ever had that moment in my life where I chose to accept Jesus Christ, then that means that I am saved, and I am saved for good, and that that experience can never change. Uh, probably most of our listeners today know about Charles Stanley. Charles Stanley was a great uh, Southern Baptist preacher. Uh, I've listened to him many different times. Charles Stanley has a book about once saved, always saved. He says that a person could be a believer and then become an unbeliever and totally renounce everything that he believed in the past, but that he still would be saved because of that one time, that one experience that he had when he gave his life to Christ. And what you're talking about and what you're talking about is so important uh, because a lot of people believe once saved, always saved, but yet it tells us in the Bible clearly that if we blaspheme the Holy Spirit, we have rejected God. We have told God we don't want you in our lives, and that's a decision we make. God doesn't tell you that. We tell ourselves that, and that message is whispered in our ear from Satan. I don't believe that faith is just a one-time experience. I think from the very beginning, faith was intended to be our whole experience of our relationship with Christ, and that is where we find assurance, not from the belief that, oh, we just needed that one moment of time. 
In fact, I believe that there is too much scripture that confirms the idea that you can turn away from your faith. There can be a point where you no longer choose to have faith in Jesus Christ, and you lose that relationship with God, and along with that relationship with God is the eternal life that God has promised. You can read that in many places of Scripture. One of the places that I think is real obvious is in the book of Hebrews. Now, now the writer of the book of Hebrews is writing to Jewish Christians in this book, and he is trying to encourage them to not give up their faith. That's what the point of the, of the book is all about, because there are Jewish Christians who became followers of Jesus, but now years have gone, and Jesus has not returned, and they're kind of outcasts from their Jewish cultural societies, and they're beginning to wonder, you know what, maybe we ought to go back and worship at the synagogue instead of meeting in these little groups of Christians. We, we ought to become Jewish again. And, and so the author is trying to say, whoa, no, no, don't give up your faith in Jesus. In fact, he says some pretty strong things. He says in chapter 6 of Hebrews, verses uh, 4 through 6, he says, for it is impossible for, for those who were once enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift and have become partakers of the Holy Spirit and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come, if they fall away, to renew them again to repentance. <laughs> to renew them to repentance. That's, that's what can happen if we fall away in our experience. So he's writing this whole book to address this whole issue. And then if you look in other places of scripture, you see different individuals. You see people like Judas Iscariot, who was a follower of Jesus Christ. And there's no indication to suggest that he was not sincere when he began. But something happened along the way. There are people like Demas. There are other believers that are mentioned in scripture Paul says in 1 Timothy chapter 4, one of the things that he predicts for the church, he says, some will abandon the faith. And it even goes along with the parable that Jesus told of the sower that's sowing the seed, and some of the seed begins to grow, but then it's either choked out by the weeds or it's in a, in a, a place in the soil that doesn't get any rain and has people walking over it, and it dies. There, there are times that the people begin the Christian walk with God and yet, for one reason or another, fail to continue that relationship. Uh, my guest today, my guest host today is uh, Delmar Austin. He's always here with us when he's not uh, calivanting around the country. He's retired from the pulpit now, and so uh, he's spending some great time with his lovely wife and kids, and I'm glad you're doing that. I mean, you've been all over here in the last couple months. We have, and, and it's, it has been good, and it's mainly been family that we've been spending yeah. time with. Now. What I'm hearing you saying in this conversation on this Thursday about the search for assurance and once saved, always saved, um, is not true. But you're the one that has to give it back. Yes. We, he doesn't come and say, you know what, I'm going to take that salvation back because you're just kind of a dummy, Mac. 
One of the things that we say a lot is nobody can take it away from us. Right. Nobody can take it away from us, but we can give it back. Yeah, including God can't take it away from us. He won't take it away from yeah, us. We have to walk away from him. His purpose is for us to be saved. What is, what is it that happens at conversion? Hmm. Real yes. simply, we respond in faith. Is, is conversion the moment that the Holy Spirit enters us? Well, I believe it all happens at, 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 in one experience. Okay. We, we feel conviction of sin. We believe, we hear about Jesus and, and the plan of salvation, and we place our faith in what Jesus has said. We realize that we're sinners, we need forgiveness, and we respond in faith. That is what, that's what God wants for us. And I always tell people, people ask me sometimes, well, how do I live the Christian life? You know, I know how to come to Christ, but how do I live the Christian life? Well, you do that, you live the Christian life the same way you began the Christian life. You respond in faith. That's what that experience is all about. I begin by faith. I continue in faith and I walk in faith every day. That is what happens when I come to Jesus Christ, and that is what needs to continue to happen. Well, and for those of us that want that assurance, just turn to what Paul writes, especially at the end of his life. What is it that he tells us that illustrates the complete life of faith? He says, I have finished my course, right? He's coming down. He knows it's going to be the end of his life. I have finished my course, and I have kept the faith. That's real clear. I have kept the faith. God called him to be a follower, but God called him also to preach the gospel. And he said, I've done that. I have done what Jesus, throughout the rest of my life, since I came to him, I have not departed from that faith relationship. Yeah, and that's what uh, the awesome Apostle Paul says over and over and over. You know, here was a man that continued to talk about a thorn in his side. And I know, for one, that when I get to heaven, I'm going to run that cowboy down and say, what was the uh, the thorn in your side? Uh, and we don't know what it was, and it was, a th- it was his thorn. But we all have one. We all have that thing that tempts us to walk away from God and, and, and be the type of person we uh, thought we should be. And being that type of person just means that you're following the wrong God. You're following you as a God, and you ought to follow Jesus. I don't have to hang on to the idea of once saved, always saved, to have assurance. All I need to do is continue in that walk on, in faith. That's where my assurance lies. That's where it was for the Apostle Paul. And, and, and just so you remember, and I had this conversation with my friend, my new friend, the atheist, uh, and, and he said, well, why would God do such horrible things to people just because they don't believe in him? God doesn't do that. We do that. We choose to do that. So once saved, always saved. You can question that if you want, but Paul says it clearly that once we arrive at a place where we have Jesus and the Holy Spirit growing inside of us, the only way we lose that is if we give it away. 
Pretty powerful thinking. Amen. All right, we have one day left, and tomorrow the search for assurance as we uh, look at the uh, full meaning of the cross. Uh, Tomorrow we look at from faith to faith. We're just going to summarize the ideas of what we've said and, and really look at biblical assurance tomorrow. All right, we'll look forward to doing that. And we appreciate uh, you listening every day. It's The View from a Pew on your local radio station and all over social media. Just go to The View from a Pew on YouTube.com, and we'll always be there with all of our programs. Thanks to DivineTruthChristian.com, local store, but you can order anything you need right online. Where you'll find more. And thanks for listening to The View from a Pew.